0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode number 91 of the Jersey Wall Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Nathan Santos. And with me, as always, I usually bring him in as Brethren FC Mina Gali, because we've been calling each other Brethren for like, as long as we've known each other, quite frankly. But yesterday, we decided we landed on new nicknames, didn't we? Prez. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: Do you want to tell the people what that's short for?
0: Yeah, actually, I don't think you should, to be honest. You picked it.
1: (laughs) Really, Galactic President Superstar McAwesomeville. For those of you familiar with uh, "How I Met Your Mother," that'll sound, uh, that won't sound far inferior. But no, yeah, Nathan just went Pres for short. And if but you, know you what? think it sounds douchey, well, you know what? You could stop listening to this. the hell with you.
0: Man. We don't need those. <laughs> we don't need that kind of attitude on this show. On this show, only. exactly. We encourage each other. And so, when I proposed this idea to Mina yesterday, it's because I had this idea in my head. And I was like, yo, I think I have like the perfect nickname for me. Like it was just with the outfit, but it was like, you know what? Like I shaved my head. I got my beard. I was wearing like a zip up like tracksuit. I was like, you know what? I feel like I have a perfect nickname, but it'd be, I can't have him assign me one and then it'd be different than the one that I have. <laughs> right. So I'm like, dude, you know what we're going to do? I am going to tell him, Hey, we should pick our own nicknames. That way they're, we know that they're going to be sick and we'll only do them if they stick. Okay. And so Mina immediately goes, Hi, I'm Galactic President Superstar Gospel. and I'm like as a joke by the <laughs> of way. Of I, did.
1: I didn't think you would actually like.
0: I, yo, I'm not here that. to fight it. I like it to be honest, because <laughs> given the nature of our relationship, right? Given how yeah. heavily influenced we are by How I Met Your Mother, which I'm rewatching for the. I wish I could say. I wish I had the number of how many times. It's it's no more it's above, than for me. 50, it's about fifteen. No, it's no more it's than fifteen for me. No, I think I'm I'm at least twenty-five in. I would be I'd be shocked if I was less than 25. In. That's crazy. I know you hate what I say. I'd be shocked. <laughs> yeah,
1: you whenever you okay. Whenever Nathan says I'd be shocked if <laughs> X happens. X always that. happens. It does. It does. Always, it does. And I'm always surprised. And, and I and I know because I know Nathan. I know that he's so or sorry, his nickname, which I won't reveal now. Yeah, but we're gonna bring to it him. in. Yeah. Okay. I know. How knowledgeable he is in in the sports that he watches i know how knowledgeable he is in the topics that that he is so passionate about but whenever he says for a for a specific topic that he's so passionate about especially the ufc if he says i would be so shocked i'd be shocked if this person loses they always lose always. and i always if if am betting, shocked yeah if you're betting ask nathan what he would be shocked to see happen and then bet
0: on that happening. Okay, in fairness, I did predict the main (laughs) event right, but it is remarkable how often I am left shocked. But I think that's why it's such a (laughs) great sport because I am so shocked by so many things that happen in it. And I approach it with the science, right? I'm like, listen, obviously there's so many variables, it's hard to predict, but I'm like, given all these variables that I've taken taken into account, I would be shocked if this didn't happen. The outcome that I think will happen, and then it doesn't happen. And <laughs> I'm like, why not? And then I have to go re-examine. I'm like, okay, where did I go wrong? And then I can usually place it. But that's only afterwards, right? That's science. If you give your hypothesis. I think you also said you would be shocked if uh, Stipe
1: didn't lose, or Stipe, sorry, if Stipe won for for the fight that we went to against uh, in in Buffalo Wild Wings. I can't remember who it was against, but it was I think was it against, against DC. I think so probably I don't right? remember like, I know but
0: I don't remember because I think I did think that Stipe would win I've been shocked many many a times but this is not the time to be saying to be <laughs> making up times that maybe like I was right or wrong because I have been All right, right a enough. lot of times but I've been wrong a lot of times and I don't want anybody it's who's Croatian funny. listening it's to this funny play, to you hate Stipe no I really like Stipe anyway that's that's not here nor there it's just funny how sure of yourself you are <laughs> yeah often dude you will find fewer people with more self belief than I. I am totally convinced I can do most things. I'm like, dude, I can do it 100%. And so that's why I think the perfect nickname for me, ready? Coach. Nice. I think I was giving away a hint there for, yeah. for our visual. For watches. those who are watching, uh, what you'll see is mean is in the loft of New Girl, which is a phenomenal show. I'm only on my second watch of that, but that that's, I couldn't believe it took I'm, me that long yeah. to watch it. But yeah, the, I'm currently a, as well with during during my my second watch of it. There's a character in the show for those who don't know named Coach, right? And it, it just it it kind of works with me. I don't know if it was just the outfit. Maybe you guys are laughing hysterically. Or, that's stupid. Honestly, most of the time I go by nay I go by Master Chef Ney, I go by Nate Santos. Oh, I brilliant. go by many monikers, brethren. Yeah, I go by many many names, dude. Honestly. I, I'm thinking of just telling people like if I when I meet them or when they're like Nathan, what's up? I just be like, hey, call me coach. Just like fully letting that be the name <laughs> and then changing my like Instagram and Twitter yeah. handles to all that's not handles, but like the name in the thing to just be coach and then people just see if it catches on. Coach Master Chef Nay. Well, Dr. Coach Master Chef Nay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The doctor is MD. from Mario Kart. No, no, not, not MD. The doctor, PhD in Mario Kart because I will smash anybody. <laughs> uh in in that like doesn't matter the device doesn't matter the year you name Uh, it i'll smash anybody in it fair enough anyway dude what on god's green earth are we going to be talking about today for tjw 91 brethren well we have a we have a very special episode
1: today and it was a fan submission it was Uh, so i don't know the name of the fan that submitted
0: it but it was Graham. do you want to shout Shout out out? absolutely yes yeah so great idea Graham, good friend of mine from university, reaches out to me, and goes, Nathan, hey, I had an idea for, for one of your podcast episodes. Maybe what you could do is do like a list. And again, you'll remember, our, our retro Jersey World fans will remember, we're, we're shy about using the word rankings on this podcast, okay? Because there already is a soccer <laughs> podcast with rankings in the title. So whenever Mina and I find a list of things that need to be put in order, we don't call them rankings. We just use the very, very long form of describing that by saying, <laughs> Meena and I have stumbled upon a list that we've put in order. And if you want to call that a ranking, then so be it. Okay. Of teams, the streets will never forget. And I was like, dude, Absolutely. that's that's a cold submission from that guy. And I was like, you know what? Absolutely. And he gave me a few examples, but everybody can pr- probably think of a few off the top of their head. Now what I want to preface this with is by telling everybody, we've set a couple of parameters here. Okay really the streets is up to whoever, it is up to interpretation, right? (laughs) If you think you're from the streets, you'll probably remember these teams. If these teams are a little bit past your era, it's not necessarily because you're not from the streets. It's just the way that I kind of approach this list. And I'm excited to hear how you approach the list is basically teams that either a had no business being this good or leaving the impact that they had being so stacked, right? Or Right? Or being so stacked that no one could ever forget the mark that this team left on history. Okay? Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I'm a Man City fan, as most people listening will know, but I don't have a city team in this, right? Like, you could say, oh, the streets will never forget the time that City won the, the Centurion City season. And you're damn right. But I put a list of my top 10, even 12, and 12, like, two are honorable mentions that I kind of just want to kick off because I think they need to be mentioned. But the rest are teams that either had that left me feeling like, yo, this was something really, really, really special. And I think that's what it boils down to, right? Right. And that's not to say that, you know, the the
1: 100-point team wasn't, you know, the Centurions weren't special. No. So I'd say that, you know, the, the 99 comebacks in the Champions League where we were technically underdogs in those individual games, but you mm-hmm. can't, like, you can't put a streets, we'll never forget, you know, a midfield of, of Beckham, Roy Keane, Skulls and kicks, right? That's yeah, not, exactly. It's too right. good, right? It's like, For me, I kind of approached it as a Cinderella story. And maybe that gives away some of the people on my list. Yeah. But I kind of tried to steer away from the bigger teams. And I think in many cases, you can kind of say that some of the big teams have been underdogs in certain situations and they've ended up achieving something where they had no business achieving. Like for me, I'll give it away straight up. I don't have Chelsea 2012 in there, even though they aren't, they were the underdog for the majority of their run during the whole thing. I don't have the Liverpool team from 2005, even though they were 3-0 right. down a half time in the final. Um, and that's so for I personal went, reasons. Yeah. That's
0: because we have personal vendetta against Liverpool. And if you're a Liverpool for, fan, for sure. this is not the spot for you to listen for praise <laughs> because you will find none here. But yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, right? It's like the teams yeah. that... Anyway, I feel like we're, we're prefacing too much about what it is or will not be, and we should just dive right in, okay? I'm I'm loving it. Let's do it. What Mina and I did when we did our uh, top 10 EPL Hall of Fame list is... I kind of let Mina go for 10 all the way up to his six, and then I kind of went 10 for 10, right? And we kind of approached it that way. We're going to do something similar. Um, but instead of starting with Mina at 10, I'm just going to start with the two that I have in 12th and 11th place because I think they're very, okay. very important shouts that have no business being on the 10, but that I think need to be shuttered out, okay? Man, if you say one of the ones that I have in my 10, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I doubt it. I highly, highly doubt it. Like, these are these are, these are are uh, a little scarce, Okay. Uh, okay. The streets will, and this is how we should approach it, okay? Before everything, the streets will never forget, and then the team. Okay, ready? The streets will never forget 2017 Toronto FC. Dude! Do you know what? I did actually think of them.
1: Did you? I did think of them, yeah. And
0: you know what? Maybe this is a little bit of bias from where we are, like, specifically. Like, I'm a huge TFC fan. Mina has come to a number of games with me, too. Like, this is, we film out of Mississauga, which is in, which is damn near Toronto. So we're TFC fans. But listen, man. Just a quick shout for them, okay? This is not one of the top 10 greatest the streets will never forget type teams. But for MLS fans, especially Toronto ones, anytime Toronto wins a, a trophy in a Anything. league that's North yeah. American, Anything. it's it's a big deal. And this was the Giovinco MVP season. This was Josie. This was Vasquez, Michael Bradley, Morrow, Mavinga. Like, this was a squad that got it done in MLS Cup, and we were absolutely buzzing. They brought a chip to the city. The Leafs didn't do it. This was before their actors had done it. Nobody watches baseball. Like This was an absolute win for the city of Toronto, and I and I just wanted to give it a quick shout. I remember when the Blue Jays won the World Series, though. Can I just say that
1: I think me being in Canada has been a blessing for Canada, not only because of the relationships that I've fostered, <laughs> but because because ever since I've been here, listen, man, the Blue Jays won in grade what 11?
0: They didn't or win the World we Series, but they 11. were good in grade 11.
1: But but they won the they won the Eastern Conference, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I they think got so, right? I don't know. I, listen, who cares about baseball? Okay, there's the all. bat flip, okay. that, yeah. <laughs> this ain't the show yeah, for that. There's exactly. a bat flip.
1: It was kind of but cool. Whatever they won when I was here, yeah. and then and then TFC did, and then the Raptors did. You know, I think it's only a matter of time till the Leafs win. I'm not <laughs> sh- I like, and if they do, you have to put me, you have to build me a statue. I think Come so.
0: On. To be honest. Do you remember when you and I single-handedly saved footy? Yeah, like yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks yeah. ago. You guys will remember this. Because right, <laughs> the, the show grows every week. So if you're new fans, welcome. Mean and I recorded our breakdown on the Super League and why it's a horrible idea on the Monday. On the Tuesday, it had been canceled. So, uh, yeah, again, like, not to brag. You're welcome. But you, we saved footy. So that's a, per, you know, swish. Anyway, <laughs> in 11th, okay, again, just a quick show. Not to Not to get too much into it. 2020 oh sorry the streets will never forget 2020 2021 Lille that's right this season we will look back on this team in a few years at the uh what's the what's squared when it's three no what's three cubed, cubed. at Jonathan cubed right for Bamba Ikone <laughs> and David and we will look at them plus Renato Sanchez plus Mike Magnan who is the keeper and we'll be like yo that team had no business being that good and they're, gonna, they're about to win, hopefully, knock on wood. They'll win league and then they'll have something solidified as, like, that team was a bunch of ballers. And you know what? If they keep that core together next season, they might be even better and press for Champions yeah. League. Not not press for Champions League to win it, but just leave an impression, and then we'll look well, back on say, it as the streets will never forget
1: that team. You say if they can keep the core. I think Bubakar is on his way to Leicester anyway. Yeah. Um, I, but I did, actually, I was thinking of putting them, when I got desperate for 9 and 10, I was considering putting them, but I can't do that because the people I have there have actually won yep. something, Yep,
0: and I couldn't do it yet. It's, I think it's a little bit too premature. Too yep, 100%, fair. Okay, and with that being said, brethren, the streets will never forget who you have at number 10. Who you got?
1: I've got uh, Wigan, 2013, FA Cup winning Wigan, and this might be a little
0: bit you painful nephew, for you, bro. <laughs> I can't believe this guy but... said that. I, to be fair, <laughs> listen, as from the streets I am, air quotes and air quotes, this is one I've burned out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, you'll have to forgive me for forgetting this one. I have worked tirelessly to forget this one.
1: <laughs> it's okay, man. We've all lost the FA Cup final to an underdog at some it point. Is what it is. Just ask Joe. So, uh, is it a little too soon? A little it's bit soon.
0: Too it's soon? definitely too soon. Uh, Yuri Yikes. Tillemans, by the way. Shout out to Yuri Tillemans. We well,
1: were just saying, man. I, like… Yep. We can't, we can't keep getting it right, guys. Come on, I
0: know. Guys um, need to start betting. Yeah, Wigan, but if I say you'll be shocked, I, I would be shocked. Don't bet on it, whatever you do. <laughs> dude, so, were you Fine.
1: shocked when, when City lost? <laughs> yes, right? yeah, Duh. that's true. Of course, it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> Wigan, Wigan won the FA Cup in 2013. Yeah. um, their run in for the final wasn't that difficult. I think until the quarterfinals where they beat everton and then they dropped down to millwall again i don't know what the hell happened there and then they'd be sitting in the final right so and the magic City, of the FA cup dude yeah exactly and i think dwelling on it too much won't really do it many favors it is yeah. what it is wigan won the fa cup and now we don't and then i think now they're like floating at the moment um but my, my number nine streets will never forget mark 92 I Denmark think
0: 92. Okay. Yep. You,
1: said, you said you struggled to put in some uh, or a lot of international teams. Yeah, And I told you I have four in my top 10. Denmark 92 is absolutely there because I had no business winning that
0: Euro. Well, you're right. But I'll tell you what, dude. I can already tell if this is the way your list is going, my list is going to destroy your list for, for listening purposes. People are going to remember my teams a lot more because you, I respect what you've done and you've put a lot more underdog fairy tale stories. I have done baller teams. That the streets will never forget, with, while sprinkling in some teams that made me feel something yeah. that maybe they were too good. And so, and that's My, my that's ten and my criteria. nine, you're gonna be like, well, god damn it, Nathan. You, I have fucking Wigan, and you have this team. So anyway, go go on. No, but Actually, I understand that. But that's but it's a
1: different criteria. I is. went for a Cinderella story win, and you went memorable special teams that maybe didn't achieve. A whole lot, but they were quite special and, and, right. you know, streets probably won't forget. And at number eight, I think you'll like this one because it's the Portugal team from 2016. Nice. The Euro winning Portugal. Ballers. Right?
0: Absolutely. Argue with that studs.
1: one. Argue with that one. I can't. Dude. I think um, people look at that Euro. At that portugal team and they're like yeah they had the ronaldo whatever and they of
0: course they won. they had nothing but no they forget, had nothing people yeah. forget they people had forget like they had renato sanchez points. who was like 16 as the only good player that wasn't in Cristiano ronaldo yeah they were not a good side yeah, we won't. exactly and to and to beat, beat, france. beat france in the final there you go
1: on absolutely. their home turf as well wait before My you go seven? on to
0: seven and stuff wait wait hold okay. on let me catch up here because I, I have to just to contrast some of these lists otherwise it's All just right, gonna be enough. a tsunami that comes over okay um Go ahead. First of all, let me just say on that Portugal note, my you you remember when people were doing that the Kylie Jenner lip uh, challenge when they would suck the inside of a shot glass to make their yeah, lips yeah, yeah. swell up like fish? Dude, my lips yeah. had that on a freaking vuvuzela. I was downtown Toronto with my dad <laughs> driving around in his in his truck, absolutely <laughs> with my lips inside of it, <laughs> echoing through the streets of Toronto because Portugal was going mad, right? Like we had just won it. I watched the game at what's this place called shoeless joe's or crabby joe's crabby jones Jones, something like that i don't know it might have been crabby crabby it's shoeless jones Jones. maybe he was crabby too i don't know i feel like crabby was in there no there's the crabby maybe he's crabby because he's shoeless so he's kind of pissed off anyway there was a thousand pork chops in there like and i didn't know this was going to be a pork chop hangout right so i walk in with my dad and it's already would have been crabby had we lost (laughs) and like i'm not kidding dude one french dude a sea of red jerseys and one dude in france is watching the game and you can't celebrate anyway on on a knife edge we're all standing we're eating sliders standing watching the game intensely and then it absolutely explodes like you remember the video of england when they scored that goal yeah the the trivia free kick at the euro yeah and then the, the, the footage of that bar exploding and all the beer flying. Up. It was literally like that. It was absolute mayhem. Anyway, so That's I brilliant. will never forget. The Portuguese Great, streets, man. whatever. Brock Street. If you're from the streets <laughs> of Brock, <laughs> you will never forget that. Okay? Or anywhere in Iberia or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, my number 10, at, in 10th place for me, I, and I'm, I don't know if you have this team. I'm sure you do. Maybe you have it way higher up. I approach this, again, in a different way than you did. I have... Treble winning inter at uh oh at oh nine at ten inter Milan. Okay. okay, and the reason is this was the second coming of Jose Mourinho, right? This was his his reincarnated squad. Okay, you did it before, can you do it now in this middle tier? Um, and they did right treble winners with a squad of Eto, Schneider, Zanetti, Julio Cesar, Milito, Mekon, like just absolute ballers all around who dominated everywhere in Europe That's that true. season, playing. Mourinho style of, of park the bus with with a little bit of flair going forward and it was sensational and the streets will never forget that squad they absolutely won't that's a great fair. Show. is that is that a team that you have somewhere I don't want to spoil it but like if this is if this is my 10 you can imagine I'm gonna, the I'm level of, comment. that's fair yeah. you can imagine the level of ballers that I have up on my list if this is at 10 yeah, okay at number nine 2002 World Cup winning Brazil Seriously. Yeah. Okay, but
1: okay, because I'm still thinking of it with my criteria, and that's unfair
0: to you. Yes, exactly. This wasn't a Cinderella story. I like I said, you approach this with. You appro- I approached it with two mindsets. Some of these, and you know what? Given that these are so far back, you might see that some Cinderella stories, which maybe in your opinion or or the opinion of the listeners, aren't better than these than these. You know, teams and streets will never forget. Squad and you know what? Like multiple yeah, ballon some ballon of winners. them definitely won't. This squad had multiple <laughs> Ballon winners, and I think that's part of it, right? And I could extend this to like '98, even '94 World Cup winning Brazil because they won, then final and lost, and then won again, right? The Cafu, Roberto Carlos, R9, Dino, Rivaldo, Kaká. Like, just stupid teams. And that's not even mentioning the their keepers. The worst player was Julio Cesar. Yeah, I was just about literally, to Literally. Yeah, literally. Dude, this was absolute. Dude, their keepers were freaking like Dida and Rogério Seni. Like, this was not the squad to be tampered with. And no one, it didn't matter. They could probably play with six and still have yeah, won the they World Cup. Yeah, they, they didn't need 11. They literally they didn't need 11. played with an... Yeah, They could have just played with the players that you just mentioned and, yeah. and it, they still would have won fun. the World Cup, yeah. He's like with ease, swept everybody, yeah. dude. This is like, and again, I have this team at nine, okay. But again, these are these My, are teams mad. the streets will never forget because <laughs> this is an era of Brazilian dominance. That to be honest, I think, and I know Brazilian fans. And not just neutral fans from around the world are desperate to see this Brazil reincarnated when Brazil ruled all. Like it was a cool time, right? It was a it was a bad uh, it was a fun time. If you put and Germany her- twenty fourteen in nah, there somewhere, nah, I'm gonna kill nah, you. no, nah, nah, nah. Get that out. Did you give me eight? You gave me your eight. Yeah, I did give you eight. Okay, that was Portugal. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna give you my eight, and then we can go back. You can do seven through through okay. seven and six. Yeah, yeah. at eight. I have, this one, I bent the rules a little bit because I couldn't select just one. So I selected a mini, a little, little era, but it's still of the same the same core, okay? Okay. 08 to 2010, AC Milan. Might my- <laughs> like I said, dude, my, the tsunami of title. Now you're going to come back at me with like when when uh, Portsmouth won the league in 2014. <laughs> we could laugh hysterically. Listen, this squad, ballers FC. Like, maybe even more so than Inter and Brazil's World Cup winning squad. And the reason, this is free kick FC, okay? And there's yeah. few things that are nicer to watch in this game than a sensational free kick. So, brethren, when I assemble Bar a squad down. of Kaka, Seedorf, Beckham, Pirlo, Dino, Pato, uh, excuse me, Pato, Pato. Maldini, Nesta, Gatuso, Robinho, <laughs> Thiago Silva over the course of two years,
1: <laughs> Mate, it's mad that Maldini
0: was even around that conversation. He, his last year was 08. So that's why yeah. I, that's why I did 08 to 010, because Maldini's last year was 08. And the year that AC Milan won the league was 20 uh 10 or, or okay. at the end of or 10-11 uh, or something like that. They won yeah. in around that time, right? The year that the, the year after inter or the year before inter whatever. So this this core group of players, this free kick. Freak wall of midfielders that we see circulating on Instagram every couple of months. Where you'll see like, I can't believe this was actually AC Milan's squad. The picture of the of them in the lineup, right? Absolutely ludicrous. And I think this part of it is the streets will never forget when Baller FC assembled and made this absolute super team. The reason they're so low is because they they underachieved a little bit, right? Like this was one of the greatest groups ever assembled, and they won like one league title, right? Great, good for them. But they didn't win champions they leagues were and trebles and, and domestic, you know, everything. They 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 underachieved yeah. a little for how great this team is looking back on it. But looking back on it, it's a team that you, like I said, had no business being this good or ever being together. Cause what the absolute hell was anybody supposed to do about this team? <laughs> I understand now why you were struggling to fit countries into this. Yeah. Right. Because so now you, you can understand. Like, exactly.
1: Yeah. Because your criteria was completely different from what I was like, from what, how I interpreted it. I was All like,
0: right. I'm going to fall steeply off this peg the to get to my Cinderella. Sto- yeah. To get to my yeah. Cinderella stories. But I had to give these team shouts because imagine if we both made up lists where we were just talking about the Wiggins and the Denmarks, it would be like, yeah, what about true. the freaking Ballon d'Or winning teams? What yeah, about yeah. like the, the ballers? So I feel like I had to shout the ballers, but Mina deserves equal credit because Mina did way more research than <laughs> I did finding these Cinderella <laughs> stories. Okay. <laughs> I mean Drake. it was a
1: little bit of research not a lot to be yeah honest, fair but enough. thank you I appreciate that oh seven um, uh sorry number seven number oh, seven remember when you said Portsmouth blah 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 it's Blackburn it hey, that's, it, that's what I was thinking Blackburn. I said Portsmouth but I meant yeah. that's
0: exactly but yeah meant. Yeah. the people Blackburn
1: won the league they had no business winning the league yeah. they've got uh, they had Alan Shearer doing his absolute best you know just always celebrating with his hand up and everything Yep. Um they I can't say much about this because I first of all I wasn't really around. When what year was <laughs> this? Do you have the year there? No, I don't. You don't I think have the year? Didn't it was a long research. time ago. Blackburn I won the, the, the league. Year. Who cares what yeah. year
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was? in the it's 90s. F- they put the eight sideways, it's infinity. Blackburn won the league. Yeah. Surely infinity I wasn't year. watching. Yeah, no, exactly. I wasn't
1: watching, but Blackburn won the league. Like that's it's when TVs <laughs> were in black and white. Yeah. There was no yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you think this Liverpool team is great, they have the exact same amount of
0: leagues as this Blackburn team. So, Oof. That's true. Dude, like, different draw parallels. Era. Different era, but yeah. but for sure, yeah. This is, again, going back to the underdog story. Dude, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't make... I, I should have extended this offer to you. No, the but Ballers, this is FC great, teams. because then it's it's different. It's because the team that I have in seventh, dude, <laughs> compared to your Blackburn, <laughs> is going to absolutely destroy your Blackburn shell. And ju- it's starting to make me but feel it's not
1: but I I didn't look at this as a competition that okay, I have fair, a better fair. 10 than you do. It okay. was just what right. is your opinion of the 10 oh, that the, you know that's fair. S- streets will never forget. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, I've got I have to get a better <laughs> list.
0: Yeah, I could see you just pausing. It. Nathan, hold on. No, we got to scrap this episode. I need to go <laughs> revise my list. This is absolute shit. Poor scrap. Um, what about a <laughs> number six? Before I give you my seven and six, who so you got at six.
1: Okay. Again, and this is kind of where it ends with teams that I don't remember watching, and that's why they're this low, right? Like they might right. their achievements might be a bit higher than some of the other teams that I have on this list. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, I wasn't watching them that much, so I can't, I can't really comment on how unforgettable these teams are. But something has to be said for the Forest team that won two Champions Leagues, and they also won the the English First Division in their first year of asking under Brian Clough. Right, and this Again, is a in the seventies. It's a history lesson. Yeah. yeah, it's in it's in the seventies, right? And and to make this a little bit less boring, I'll I'll flip it onto you so that you can give us your seven and your six and seven, because yeah. um, I, this is kind of where it ends for me. Like I said, with teams that I don't, I, I haven't watched, but I think they were on like honorable enough to make this list.
0: Right, like important in the history of footy to remember that stuff like this happened. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now it's also important in the history of funny to remember that other Hit stuff me. like this happened. Um, freaking United ninety nine trophies, no. galactico Madrid era, specifically okay. two thousand one. I should have seen this one coming. Okay, now this is not this more coming. Baller FC midfield than uh, than AC Milan, AC Milan, but it comes close, and they won more. Okay, this was yeah. Zidane's uh, the voted the greatest Champions League final goal ever. That Zidane volley against Leverkusen in the final happened in two thousand and one right? By the time of 2003 came around, <clears throat> excuse me, David Beckham already had already joined uh, Real Madrid, right? So you had a, a series where the Galacticos, who did underperform a little, and that just gives you how good freaking Barcelona were, had Beckham and Figo and Zidane and were winning Raul. Champions League, Raul, right? And were winning Roberto, picked, Carlos. Roberto Carlos R9, right? Like, yeah. when he made the flip. Like, it was just a sensation. A young Sergio score, Ramos. Right, yeah. when he came in. Like, it's this era, the galactical era that we remember of Real Madrid, where they didn't win everything all the time. But the stuff that they won <clears throat> was so heightened by the fact that it was this squad. And it's like, dude, if AC Milan, that AC Milan squad I named, had won the amount of things that galactical... Or, dude, how do we say it? What's galactical in, in Italian? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, but, I don't know. I don't know, right? But it'd be like I wonder if if they sing the songs of the time that they had their Galactical era. And we'll just put, you know, again, air quotes on that to see like the the, the series where they had these this crop of players. I think that's yeah. what Madrid was. And I think Madrid will still maybe we'll look back on the current on the like, you know, the three peating champions like Real Madrid and think that was a Galactical era, but it the, when we look back on this one, uh the one that I'm mentioning here of the early two thousands, like these are the ones that you remember like. Dude, absolute ballers all around, and they won, more, you know, leagues and and Champions Leagues. Nast.
1: That's true. I think I have an idea of someone else that's going to be on your list. And oh, I'm uh, sure I'm you save
0: too. it. Yeah, David, don't go, I'm don't give it away it. yet. <clears throat> no, I won't. In sixth, and this is where I do a little. i i I hint towards the cinderella stories and then i come right back down to my (laughs) baller squads and then i go full cinderella (laughs) okay kids it's really very up and down my list but it was hard to rank these to be honest because they have all very special places in my heart for different reasons yeah and so i'm like like what would you value more this cinderella story or how much of a baller squad this side was right that's true and yeah. so for me, like, take this with a grain of salt that even if you're like, no way that this squad, it should be lower than this squad. Listen, I, if you if you came to me and you're like, no way, Nathan, this this baller squad, you know, Brazil 2002 should be way higher up. Okay, like, no problem. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll totally accept your argument, right? If you, stomp, if you start proposing nonsense, then okay, that's nonsense. But the, of the 10 that I have, by the time it's all said and done, you hear them all. If you disagree with the order, I can live with that. Because as long as we can all agree that we, as representative of the streets... <laughs> recognize how how awesome all these teams were for different reasons, right? Fair enough. Fair At enough. Number so, what's six, in, so what's in your number six, yeah. Yeah, number six. The streets will never forget trouble winning Porto from 03-04. Mm, that's surprisingly low. Hello, Jose Mourinho. I know, and you'll see why when you see the other teams above it. Listen, this is just one of the squads that it was the memory of Porto, and I'm sure this is, and I don't want to spoil your fight, but I'm sure it it exists on your on your top 10 as well. This was the introduction to Mourinho and they won the treble when they when they really should have. But this was also in a year where the Champions League final was between Porto and Monaco, right? So it's not like they beat out like a Real Madrid or a Barca or like a stupid like what the hell is going on type lineup, right? It was a, it was kind of a wonky year in footy. So they won the Portuguese the, uh, La Primera, good for them. They won the domestic cup in Portugal as well and the Champions League, that's fantastic and they did it with Mourinho. But I couldn't put it higher up on the list. I don't think it exceeds the levers of baller and personally for me because it was the introduction of Mourinho style. It wasn't like, it didn't thrill me, especially because I was like, what, five watching it. It would have been like five or six. So I didn't leave, it didn't resonate with me the same way. And we don't look back on it as like the the same as even the inter squad of like the core group of players where you're like, that is unbelievable, right? You don't look at the lineup in the same way, but it's a far greater spectacle because of that, right? They won the Champions League and you can't necessarily, and I'm sure you could list some, but you can't necessarily remember like, well, what about person X? Or, or all these players that they had who are unreal. I think that's a, that's a testament Echo to Mourinho. That's what testament to mind, but that's it. Yeah, right? Like, I think it, it's a tribute to how well Mourinho did with his squad, given that group of players. And quite frankly, it's what led him to to bigger and better yeah. things. But as big of a Cinderella story this is, I don't think, just personally, I don't have it. It didn't thrill me. The, the The ones that I have above it, my top five, personally were thrilling to me. And they're mm-hmm. all in, like, way more modern era. And um, and that's why I just couldn't put Porto higher. But if you have Porto higher, by all means, right? Is that fair? Okay. So do you want my
1: my? So what do you want my? Now we're gonna go. We're gonna go three? tit for
0: tat for for five. We're gonna go okay. five each, all and right. then four, and then three, all the way up to one. Okay. I don't know if you have this team on your list,
1: but you have it on your wall. I know it's the Iceland twenty sixteen team. Nice. The I do not have it on my list, but Iceland you know what? I forgot
0: about that team. I did. Unbelievably, even though I have the jersey, I have a cigarettes in jersey from that year on my does wall. Does my text from yesterday make sense now? The clap? Does oh, that make sense? Oh, yes. Now it does. And now I said, that you That's all it. I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I honestly, it didn't click when you when you said it, but you're right. If nothing else, that is what did it, right? Forget how far they progressed. They reached what? Like the quarter? But yeah, it was the course, clap. Almost. That clap yeah. is still done around the world to this day
1: in yeah, every the influence stadium. they had without winning anything. And, and like I said, I put some of the other teams below this team, even though this team didn't win much. They didn't win anything, frankly, but this mm-hmm. was their first ever big competition. And they've influenced the game so much so that the clap is now done in North American teams uh, in the MLS, yep. right? This story was filled with so many part-time Players, staff members, you know, I think the manager's a dentist. And yep. I think a and they managed to beat England. Yeah, they managed to beat England. Yeah, they got slapped by France, but that France squad of could have slapped anybody. Yeah, right. Like it's it's, it's insane what they yeah that's true it's insane <laughs> what they were able to do right. and make it to a World Cup. They made it to the World Cup next yeah. the the
0: Yeah, they did make the World next Cup next time, right? Yeah,
1: right. Yep. So so not only did they make it to the first ever competition in twenty sixteen, they followed it up by going to the World Cup in twenty eighteen. Right. And that's incredible to me. That's to me is the like obviously not the epitome, but the fifth on the list of streets we'll never forget.
0: Yeah, and it fits very well into your list. I, I don't know if it would fit as well into mine, given like the baller sides that I have. Oh, since you have freaking Brazil, yeah. Just wait till you hear my. T- just wait till you hear my top five, dude. You're gonna be like, well, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Nathan. I'm certain yeah. of one of them. This, yeah, and I'll tell of you. Right. I'll tell you when. No, you no, say it. We're not, yeah, we're not. We're gonna get to that later. Um, but this. Iceland squad. What and you know what? By every definition of the the text messages that I sent you to how you should construct this, they fit that mold perfectly, right? They had perfect influence. You felt it. You were cheering for them. If you were neutral, this is a, a country with three hundred thousand people to to choose from, and part time players and staff who made a lasting impact on the game and that tournament. Dude, honestly, the streets will never forget that Iceland team. You're absolutely right. Hundred percent mad respect so, so, I, so I bought five. a Gylfi Sigurdsson Iceland jersey because of <laughs> it like do you know how many people on planet earth probably have a Gylfi Sigurdsson Iceland jersey outside of Iceland who?
1: outside oh, of mind. Iceland yeah, I think it's true. just me I, like I think it's probably just you
0: could you think of anyone else who would who would even consider spending money on that some I'm like, Swansea
1: that. fan I mean maybe, some Swansea I, fan who or maybe a Cardiff fan that really likes him but doesn't maybe. really want to buy a Swansea jersey yeah that's just what I'm kind of imagining mm. Like the Welsh yeah. version of Nathan Santos with a wall, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna. It's like you, like I'm not gonna
0: buy a Liverpool Steven Gerrard jersey, so I might like right, exactly. might as well. So that's maybe the same thing for him. Could be, yeah. You just give me a, an LA Galaxy Steven Gerrard jersey. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, in, in so that's who you had five. Okay, here's who I have in five. <laughs> I have um, Champions League winning 2014 2015 Barcelona, which was the height of yeah. MSN. MSN,
1: yeah, yeah. For I, for your criteria, that's that's also streets right. world. for sure not
0: the forget. streets, streets will are never still talking win. about it today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the squad. I I don't know if they. I think they won the treble. They won like six trophies that year. They won like everything. This was yeah. like Barcelona dominance at the highest level, where. It was like Neymar was just being introduced. And you remember, because Neymar had come like just a just a, just not that long prior, right? And people were saying, oh, well, Neymar, yeah. how's he going to adapt to this? Like, Neymar is he's huge on the ball, but he really likes to have the ball. How's he going to be able to share with this? And he slowly fit the bill of the left winger instead of the center forward, who was just like, you know what? I'll get the assists. I'll fill in goals wherever necessary. I'll do my tricks and flicks where I going to fill in a 1,000. And Messi, you just do what you do. And they had – they were so good. The streets can never forget. White, and yeah. this, like, lack of ability to almost to explain what was so great about them is part of what <laughs> makes that criteria of the streets will never forget this team. Because you look back on it, yeah. you could say a million things, but it's the way they made you feel when you watched. Whereas a, as a real Madrid fan in the Champions League final, they were uh, Barcelona were, pl- were playing Juve. Juventus. And I yeah. was like, dude, I hope Barca win this Champions League. because They deserved it. They absolutely it deserved it. Yeah, And, you know. And It was Neymar incredible. Was it's escalating like it, it, at that point, dude.
1: Yeah, it exceeded and it transcended
0: um, loyalties. To be honest, it, it was so good yeah. to watch. I have, I think this is the jersey, right? Uh, the messy I jersey so, that yeah. I have yeah. on the wall yeah. is from that year. Yeah. I don't even remember. I got this at the at the camp. Now, mm-hmm. just by the way, pretty nasty. There's a story behind each of these. You know, one that of one these days, yeah. one of these days, I'm gonna do a um a, a version of this. I don't know if it'll be a podcast episode or just like a YouTube segment, but I'm gonna do a variation of this where I'm like. It's going to be called um, The Jersey Wall Behind the Wall. And I'm going to explain the story behind each one of these jerseys. Because every single one of these jerseys on the wall and all the ones in my closet has a specific story and a reason that I got it, including the Mbappe wrong number one. (laughs) They all have a story as to why I have them. And I feel like it's going to be a nasty story. Maybe we'll do that for for a podcast episode one day.
1: Yeah, we we should. Yeah.
0: It'd be cool. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Anyway, in at number four, who you got?
1: Streets Will Never Forget monaco and i know you know which monaco i'm talking about oh
0: i absolutely do okay that
1: team was like it disintegrated because of how many players were bought out but that team look at looking back at it now you had benjamin mendy was the last time that he was good you had uh you had timo bakayoko
0: you have bernardo silva it earned him his move didn't he yeah for for, it earned all these players their move quite frankly
1: Absolutely. And I think they all moved in one summer, didn't they?
0: Except for Over Falcao. the course of like a few summers, they were all gone, right? Mbappe, yeah. Bernardo, Bakayoko, Fabinho, Mendy, uh, Lamar, right? Yeah, they all pretty much yeah. moved in the same They were all gone. I mean,
1: Falcao stayed a little bit longer, but that, that's well, he was it, old. right? Yeah, he was old. Yeah. I, I'm actually really upset that Bakayoko didn't work out because do you remember the chant that they had? Yes, I do. Do you remember that?
0: Dude, that was ins- yes. I'm
1: so upset that he didn't work out because he was like, "I, I, Timo Bakayoko, I, together with Engolo, I, never, never give the, give ball, the ball away." away.
0: I but do they, remember, they gave bro, the ball
1: away a lot. They gave he did. The ball away he was a, bad. A he was lot. nowhere yes. near
0: as good as Matic in that in the center. Of nowhere the near <laughs> as good as that song. Yeah, that song. <laughs> like, honestly, he could never live up so to the good. hype of it, dude. Some chants no. are so good. By the way, speaking of which, off topic, do you remember the, how pissed I was when I found out that Ahmad Diallo goes by a different name? Yes, and it's Ahmad. There's no H, by it's the way. It's just Ahmad? Okay, Ahmad yeah, Diallo. Just, it, it freaked me out, too. Yeah. Ahmad Diallo. I wrote a perfect song for Diallo, because I'm kind of a, uh, a Weird Al Yankovic type. Okay? I'm not, I'm not necessarily a fan, but I write a whole <laughs> bunch of like nonsensical songs, on the spot mostly, that fit melodies of different things. So I just rewrite lyrics, right? And I had anybody who watches Money High School remember the Te Amo song. And I wrote that for Diallo, right? di Diallo, Diallo, Diallo. di <laughs> Like it worked perfectly. And then I, you know, it went on. And then this fucking dude starts going by Ahmad. And I'm like, why? I wrote you a song. I'm not even a fan of United. And I wrote you a song. This I was is living. like when
1: Fart Mob was still calling Mbappe lockdown, which by the way, is the same year as this Monaco team. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, this was a
0: dude. The streets will never forget when killing Mbappe had a hyphen in his last name and a whole other <laughs> yes. last name. Crazy. Yeah, I, I think, dude, you can't make it big time if you have if your last name's hyphenated. So Trent, you got to figure it out, bro. Alexander um, Arnold. It goes from his go left hip I'll, I'll all the way up thinking. to his right hip. It goes. Okay. All, yeah, you know it I mean? does. So yeah. yeah, you can start thinking of those. I off the top of my head, I can't think of any. You got to just I mean, go in with the MLS. The you'd have to go with right Phillips, but. There's yeah, levels. well, I want our own yeah. two, but still, like, yeah. you know, Red Phillips is, I mean, superstardom level, not just a good player, but, like, superstardom. Anyway, yeah. brethren, full disclosure, I do have Monaco on my list, too, but they're not at fourth. Cool. They're they uh, they're at a different spot. Um, but just to touch on them a little more, full disclosure, I have them at third, so, I'll, so I can talk about them now, and then I'll just give you my fourth after, and then you can give me your three. Um, Go ahead. One league arm, right? Blitzed the Champions League. Just full out. Let's do this, right? This was in uh what was his name, Leonardo Jardim, right? The the manager. Yeah, Jardim. Yeah. Wait, he was the hottest commodity in
1: footy at the time. It was like that Dude, was the look most entertaining Champions League game, by the way, against City at at the
0: Etihad. Yeah. Falcao's goal. Falcao's goal. Dude, man. all of the goals, even in Mbappe. Oh. Like I was like, who? why are you slow down Get a you're so fast can you slow the hell down dude like he's absolutely sprinting in behind lamar was good last time he ever played in, a, in an offensive system by the way right he was so good <laughs> mendy could cross back then now he can't cross the road dude honestly i think mendy, oh, that that's so good <laughs> i i think mendy what happened was he remember he had two major surgeries okay and he's averaged a trophy every i think like eight games it it, you know for for city and for france like it's it's ridiculous i think what happened was when he had his second knee surgery much like what happened in space jam the first one all the talent was stolen from him i think he touched a soccer ball and and they just they stole his talent because you look at him now in games like ever since that he used to have like a nasty cross from the left he was playing so high up and he would he would visit just Probably at like seven feet. No, maybe a little higher than that. Because it was where the keepers couldn't, they didn't want to come for it because it was sitting in such a dangerous area. But it would kind of fizz over defenders' head. And Gabriel Jesus was literally quoted saying, I don't want to hit the ball. It hurts too much. He <laughs> hits it so hard on the cross. Now, every time Mendy goes to cross, he it clears moves. it out of the stadium. Yeah, He fully just blasts it into the atmosphere. I'm like, okay, Ben, you suck. Go back to Monaco, honestly. <laughs> But this was such a good squad at the time. And at the time, it was a good signing. But now every time City get linked with a young left back, I'm like, can we just buy someone established for crying out loud? If we're going to get a left back, get a fucking left back. Why every time it's got to be, well, he's the next hot thing. Okay, but so is Mendy. And Mendy's bad. Right? Like, quit pissing away money, guys. Uh, So I have them at (laughs) third. Um, I will give you who I have in fourth because it might actually be who you have in third. Let's hear it. I doubt it, but let's hear it. Ajax. 18, 19, Ajax. Yeah. I have this squad. Have yeah. I ha- you don't have them in your 10? I don't have them. What? I know. Oh, my I God. Know. You have Wigan in your 10, but not this team? Yes. You're you know crazy. What? Why? They didn't win anything except for
1: the the their the division, right? Like they yeah, they won, won their Ardivis. domestically.
0: No, no, hold on. And if Whoa. you,
1: listen, if you get knocked out by Tottenham with a minute left… In the in greatest the game, game ever, though. That's it. That's it for me. If… If you allow that to happen to your club, I'm sorry. You can't be in any top ten ever unless it's top ten, like
0: bottle job biggest bottle job ever. ever, right? Like that. Ironically, Tottenham got the game. job done in that game. Like holy, sh- anyway. yeah. And, and I
1: understand that you put them because of all the crop, the crop of the talent that they had. But that just for that alone, it was literally the ref was about to blow his whistle and they lost the
0: game. I can't. This I was, can't have that. This was hold on. Ajax the UCL the the Champions League insanity that this squad just lit yeah. fire to the to the Champions League right this was a team with Frankie De Jong right Delict. okay Dusan Tadic was at prime age uh Hakim Ziyech was nasty like David this Lund, was they were another. starting to yeah. really make waves and you could feel it and i remember watching them play against madrid and watching Frankie De Jong oh my God. play Luka Modric at the time who was like Ballon d'Or winning caliber at this time yeah. playing him off the park just like sitting him down on yeah. every spin just accelerating away I was like holy he's and then delict outscoring Juve on corners going up with and you think where Juve especially at that time aren't going to get beaten it was by set pieces cuz their defenders always were such monsters and delict rises with the most powerful header you ever saw to send out juve i was like oh my god then they faced tottenham in an absolute barn burner of a game where lucas mora happens to have the greatest game of his life and they lose in literally the dying seconds of the game listen the streets will never forget the way that this ajax team made them feel and the crop of so, talent that then moved on afterwards this was an exceptional year for this team this was an ex- exceptional squad, and the streets will never forget the impact these guys had on that competition for that year. No,
1: absolutely. What I said was a bit tongue in cheek, obviously. Like, yeah, of course, I, of course. I don't
0: care as much, but but yeah, absolutely. I and think you know I just what? Couldn't, if yeah. they if they had won against Tottenham, because and this is by their own admission, and sorry to, inter- to interrupt you, they they said, and this is obviously a huge ask, but they and I believe it, Ajax would have been in the Champions League final. Are you bent against Ajax in the Champions League final? Nope. I sure as hell am not. Like. No. Honestly, it, it ain't happening. And they said they were like, "If we reached the final, we would have won." And honestly, that would have been that would have been up there with the greatest sports story ever. So the fact that they been were like least, yeah, less than thirty seconds away from being from being in the final, I think is like it's harsh to not put them in your ten. So personally, I have them at four, but you could honestly make an argument for them to be three again. If you had flipped them, it wouldn't matter much to me. Yeah, I
1: think um just because they didn't win it is the reason that I didn't have them in my top five. I couldn't have my top five that didn't win something, except for Iceland, obviously, because they won our hearts. So for number three... (laughs) Yeah, who do you have at three? (laughs) For number three, I had had the Greece 2014, who won the Euros. What's with you,
0: teams that beat my teams in the final? Is this like, this is some kind of special joke? I'm sorry. Where you're like, no. I, and I they, saw that this team, the streets will not remember this Greece team. <laughs> to hell with that Greece team. Had no business being there. And Portugal had exactly. no business losing. Exactly. And that is
1: why they're in my in my top three, really. I know. They had That's no fair. business doing it. They had no business doing it. Do you recall any of the players? No, nope, not one. Any of them. Give me one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I can't. Any Wait, hold on. Lopolis, Wait, a, if I wrote it down, I'm sure I could throw down a series, a sequence of vowels that well, would lead you to it ends be a with team. with Right. Right, yeah, sure. it's no less than 17 characters and it ends in, in an S. And yeah. they had more chest hair than anybody in to ever lift a trophy ever. But, dude, this Greek team done pissed. This was like one of my first heartbreaks. You like, were six. I remember, six. yeah, I, that's true. Do you know how upsetting losses are when you're six? When you're <laughs> six,
1: I, I'm not French. I cried in 2006 when Italy won the World Cup. I have no affiliation to France, I my cousins live there. But my cousins were with us
0: and we were in Egypt watching this. I cried. I fully, I like bawled my eyes. <laughs> this was from a to Greece nonetheless. Oh my God. I can't even, there are few, like your life is kind of goes by and blurs when you're six, right? You don't remember much that happens, but you remember when your dad is sitting there with all the other chowals collectively just <laughs> face in their hands. Like what the guys, are you kidding me? Like this was end of of golden era i would argue for portugal right like they were approaching that time where it's like yeah. okay these are like the end and ronaldo was emerging like there will be a time when portugal has another and it might even be by 2026 2030 like portugal's next crop is coming and very hard i might argue twenty one mm-hmm. squad is stupid but this was this was a very very hard loss to take but you're right by every criteria greece had no business winning this and they got the yeah. job done
1: and if you're interested in listening to the current Portugal team crop go listen to the Brendan Dunlop episode because they did a really good job with that one
0: hell of a plug that's right yeah Portugal are taking Europe by storm uh Brendan Dunlop and I uh many moons ago a couple months ago we we sat down to record why Portugal are having such a strong impact on footy right now in Europe and their chances at the Euro this summer and their ideal 23-man roster which now has been extended to 26 so Mm -hmm which is cool. Anyway, brethren, who you got Perfect. at two? I think we have probably the same team at one, so I'll, you give me your two, I'll give you yeah. my two.
1: Okay, so my two is actually a team that you had much lower than this, and it's Porto. And yeah. I understand what you said mm. about, you know, that's not very memorable because that's your criteria, but for my criteria, it, they had no business doing this. Again, yep. they had no business. If you just won the, the domestic double, for sure, fine. But this is a Porto team that beat Man United at home, right? Yep. Like, that's a, this is why... Jose Mourinho went to Chelsea's because for all of a sudden this guy not only beats uh, United, he does it at Old Trafford and then runs down the touchline, wins the treble, and Chelsea's like, Yeah, we gotta we gotta get our hands on this guy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so and it yeah, was I pretty successful to them, to be fair. Of course, exactly. And I think I understand what you're saying about it not being very memorable, but I think you can't not have that. And it's another 2014, yeah. you know, following Greece, that that they should
0: be in there. Weird year in footy, eh? Yeah, I know, right? Very weird. Very weird. We had Greece and Porto winning, like, the like the, the biggest competitions of that year. Yeah. Anyway, that didn't last long, because my second team is what happened four years on. Brethren, four mm. years on, we were blessed by four years of the greatest team ever assembled in any competition effort, right? We talked about the dream team. The dream team in footy is 08 to 2012 Spain. Okay. Yep. They three-peated international competitions. And I couldn't pick 2008 or 2010 or 2012 because this was a full-on era where That's Barcelona... No, like, do not think of this? Dude, I yeah, literally, like it doesn't fit your criteria. To be no, fair. no, it does
1: because they hadn't won an international
0: tournament. That's prior true, to but that. they were the best team. Like they had all that the best true. players, right? Like yeah. this it was, was Barcelona and Real Madrid. It was Barcelona plus Ramos and Casillas, basically. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that's pretty much what the squad boiled down to. And Euro, World Cup, Euro, another Euro, A stupid amount of dominance where we will look back on this team forever as looking at this era of Spanish dominance in world football that reinvented a lot of what European footy is, right? How many now, how many teams, especially over the last five years have said, okay, we need to integrate a little Spaniard into our squad playing at a 10 slash eight role, because what they offer is something that very, very few others can. And honestly, David Silva, right? Like, Cesc Fabregas, like there are players even that you like, Mata on the bench. Like one had an unbelievable era in the early 2000, in the early 2010s of premier league where he was a genuinely yeah. like
1: elite. He was, player. he was actually like the best player in the league because he won the best player in the league award.
0: that right. year. Right? So it's like, right. <laughs> like, and it just kind of set the tempo. And now there's so many teams you could look at in the world who are just like, yeah. okay, but who's your like creative Spanish 10. It's it, you almost automatically associate it with Spanish. They're not, and it's crazy because it's not like well what's so great about them they're not especially big and not especially fast but they will play you off the park their their game IQ and this was a whole squad of them so I was like dude yeah uh,
1: you know and then you and then to add Fernando Torres and David Villa up front right like and exactly. this to me is Who the were peak elite era of football at the time. right yeah this is the peak era of football because not only do i think it was much more enjoyable i think it was honestly like that age when we were 10 11 12 13 yeah. 14 is the best time of your life watching football or watching yeah. sports in general because you you don't understand enough of it to be completely like in love with it and and know all of the bad things with it because you don't right. necessarily understand you're just watching the game right you're just watching it not really paying attention to Puyol at the back and what his positioning is like and what or how he could right. see us, like could have done better with that kick you're just like in love with the players, and and you see pe- people like Silky, Niesta, and Chavi, and, and and all David Silva, all of those people, and and you're just like in love. And I think that's like the nostalgia factor in it is
0: insane. It really, really is. Like it, it warms my heart to think back at a time where another country was so dominant, and I didn't mind. Especially where,
1: being Spain, right? Like, yeah. And to neighbor. be fair,
0: don't forget this was, and this was the. Like, the first time that I can remember feeling complete rage was when Portugal <laughs> played Spain in the penalties of... Which tournament was it? Do you remember? I forget now. It's too long I ago know. now. And I've, again, part of this is burning bad memories away. But there was, like, Portugal's a penalty shootout away from making it. And they lost in penalties because Bruno Alves decided that he wanted to be a hero and smash it in the top of the net. Listen, buddy. Luis Nani had just taken a brilliant pen, and he tried to do exactly the same thing, and he smashed it off the yeah, bar. never then, do that. And we lost. Nani's and Ronaldo… Nani's takers can
1: only be… Ronaldo was fifth. Ronaldo. Ronaldo was going to be… Because yeah.
0: Ronaldo's clutch, right? He, yeah, I have no problem with him being your fifth taker. He stepped up at at, at number five, and he never got to shoot the ball. And I yeah. was furious. I was so mad, As dude. you should. As you should be, yeah. Absolutely livid. But, again, no that's part of… For that. That's remembering bad memories the overall consensus of this era was complete and utter spanish dominance that and the streets will never forget spain 08 through 2012 including that. because dude right now spain is struggling spain ain't gonna have a good competition for a while (laughs) spain's really in the process of they have good talent that will emerge but like the 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 when Eric Garcia and Pedri and and these types of players Ferran Torres are, and
1: those kind yeah of you, and
0: Ferran Torres like once they start to become elite players then we can have you know Ileish Moriba like then we can have different a different conversation but in the interim uh, Sergio yeah, we're almost it's at be, like thirty five yeah it's like their rough. their center back partnership is going to have to undergo a whole transformation their keeper. You ain't got no because not a Laporte. Become Spanish. <laughs> I tell you what, Laporte becomes Spanish. You have a different discussion. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, he's a he's a difference maker. But Spain, you know, you know what I mean, right? Spain are gonna, I know, are gonna yeah, are gonna exactly. look back on these days as the fondest memories yeah. that they'll ever have. And I don't think we'll be seeing another era of Spanish dominance for quite some time. I would agree with that. Yeah. On to number one, brethren. I think there's I no think way I we don't exactly. have the same team. Yeah. There, we have to I have know. the same team by every definition yeah. of both. Uh, And if you don't, no, there's no way you don't. You and I are too much alike for you to not have the team. Brethren, at number one, the greatest sports story ever. It's the greatest achievement in sports history. And it doesn't matter what sport you listen. The footy fans will probably agree. But if you're not, and if you're this far, and you're definitely a footy fan, but there are people who will disagree with this. (laughs) I actually did for a professional presentations uh, class at university. My professional presentation was about why Leicester City winning the Premier League is the greatest sports story ever. And I will that until I still hold it as the greatest it, achievement of
1: sports history. The greatest yeah, achievement of sports history. Agreed. Right? Like you can't. And and to think that these that this team was in the relegation zone the year prior to this, had to win the last seven or eight games of their season and yep. did to stay up, finished
0: fourteenth in the league. And won the league the next one. No, league. and then sacked their manager, despite this resurgence in form, appointed Claudio Ranieri, who had only ever like done experimental like little stints at clubs. Never, it wasn't concrete, but Leicester had no business with a concrete manager. Nowadays, we look at Leicester as like really pushing for a Champions League caliber, definitely no worse than Europa League caliber team. This is a proper little squad with elite, elite players. At the time, this was not that. This was the emergence of Jamie Vardy. Riyad Mars player of the year, Angolo Conte, whose jersey I have on this wall, by the way, as the heart and soul of that team, that Leicester City Premier League winning year, where essentially Angolo Conte breathed the fire into this team to get it done next to Danny Drinkwater. Riyad Mars was the magician, and Jamie Vardy scored in every freaking game, including breaking Rude Van record for most games scored in. They were yeah. 5,000 to 1 odds to lose. I mean, to yeah. win, sorry. To win. Five thousand yeah. to one. To put People that into
1: perspective, that. I think the odds at that that year of Michael Jackson being alive were less than five thousand. <laughs> like, like it was more of a possibility that Michael Jackson was still alive
0: than Leicester winning the league. I did a and, whole a whole presentation on this, dude. Like, at, like a at thing, yeah. and I was like, dude, I don't want to hear any other arguments. You could literally look at like some of the biggest upsets in history. I don't care what it is. Nothing was bigger was a bigger achievement than Leicester City winning the league. In modern Prem, what would be the equivalent? What would be the modern equivalent of of Sheffield
1: United staying up. It would be West
0: Brom winning the league next year. Yeah. Had they stayed up? I mean, they didn't stay up. But if they had gone on some stupid, role. do you know what? No, it was Newcastle. It would be Newcastle
1: because, but Newcastle are way nah, too. Big Newcastle are too big of a general. club. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's. But you know what that. I mean? It's like I'm thinking of the situation. That's kind of the thing of, is that we can't even draw parallels, right? Right, but but Newcastle has been in the relegation zone for most of the most of the season, and now right. they've broken away, and that's the kind of same story. But Newcastle are way too big of a club for that to be the same. It would have
0: to be. um I think the closest say, has to be West Brom. Like yeah, West Brom, no, but West Brom, if we started Sheffield. the story like five yeah. weeks ago, because exactly. the thing is, I would say Fulham, right? You could say Fulham because they're in that race. Fulham are backed by American millionaire owner, billionaire owners who just, who spend money and the, the team's just not very good. Leicester didn't have money. They didn't really have that kind of same amount of funding. They yeah. did unbelievable transfer business to bring in Mares for pennies, right? In, in comparison Conte. to what they then sold them off. Conte for literally like half of a mil, right? It was ridiculous Vardy, they paid one mil for which was their transfer record at the time, bringing him from like a non league side. This
1: now he's one of the greatest players to ever play in the
0: Premier League to I'm ever happy. grace the league, exactly. And it laid the groundwork for them to then inherit ch- like Premier League winning money, which has then they've turned into a sustainable business model where every year they're able to sell expensive. And then buy for cheap and cultivate and make talent, kind of like what Dortmund do. Except they are—they're actually very similar to what Dortmund do. Because I'd say they're more in contention, but Dortmund are pretty well in yeah. contention the same way, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. And listen, guys, if you don't think it's the greatest achievement in sporting history, they won the league with Wes Morgan and Robert Hurst in the back, right? Like Literally. they were great that year. But but come on,
0: like let's with, let's be real. And Christian Fuchs, by the way, their left back of that year. Had a had an agreement to join an MLS <laughs> side, and his family was already living in in North America because they were. He was set to join an MLS side. He he ended up staying and ended up winning the league, and they, they only lost a few games. Right, they lost to Leicester. Everyone was assuming this is what's so crazy about this, and I could talk about this forever, and I have. Again, I did a presentation at university <laughs> for marks on why this is the greatest sports story ever. Every every year, you'll see newly promoted teams do crazy well for very very brief stints. Usually by a week like eight, they start to come down. Yeah. Leicester never came down. They kept winning. And this was a year where the Prem, in fairness, the level it was a very wonky year in the Prem, right? Arsenal ended up finishing second on like the last day of the season because first year somehow bo- bottled it. There was no it, aging. I don't squad. think it I don't think it was Pep's first I year. I, I think it was. was the last year of um of, of Pellegrini. Of Pellegrini, because he he was like, Oh, I'm not gonna be here next year. Okay, peace. And then he just <laughs> true like true, the squad true, true. was so unsettled. Yeah. Chelsea were bad Arsenal somehow finished second and then they were like wenger gotta go okay
1: and Spurs lost is, on, on race, the last day of the third season in a two-horse race yeah
0: yeah they finished third in a two-horse race by getting absolutely destroyed on the last day of the season to Newcastle who were I think already relegated like there was so many wonky things that happened this that year in the Prem and Leicester didn't win it with that many points. I think Leicester only won it with like eighty-three points or something like that. Something like that, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was like in the low eighties. And nowadays, classic Prem. Classic Prem. Exactly. Yeah. It was so. It was so competitive. Everyone was expecting at some point Leicester would come down, and they never did. And they never even talked about it. Every year in the me- every week in the media, it'd be Claudio Ranieri saying, "Oh, you know, we're just we're 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 very proud of our performances." Until it got to a point, it was like match week, like thirty-five or something. They were like. We're gonna win the ding, league. It was once dong. they diddly de, diddly It was once they qualified for Champions League that they were like, "Yo, we're winning the league," and they did. And I was like, "This is the greatest sports story ever told." I've never been so yeah. happy to see another club win the Premier League. Me too. And I think now it's everyone's second favorite team. Yeah, crazy. Right. They got so much to love about
1: them. Yeah, the story, man, the story. Especially like it really is. The, the unfortunate loss to, uh, to to the owner and then his son now lifting the FA Cup. I know, Joe. I'm oh, sorry, dude. but like. Yeah. The imagery of that and then him, like, pointing to the mural of, of his dad yeah. that was there. Like, that was that was so nice. It was yeah. just great. And for the first time that fans
0: are allowed back into the stadium, that, again, come on. Yeah, it really, really was an incredible story. Now, we can kind Like, a movie needs to it, be. it is a movie. And to be honest, a movie couldn't do it justice. It needs to be, like, a whole... It needs to be an all-for-one type thing where Amazon Prime did a, a documentary while it was happening. If that had happened, that would be the most successful thing to ever happen. Yeah. You know, because they don't know what the season's gonna be like when they first start filming the team for that year. Imagine they picked Leicester City, bro. Why Leicester were almost relegated last year? What the hell are you doing? (laughs) And they won the Premier League the very next year. that would be insane. That would be the greatest thing to ever. I probably I'd never stop watching it. Anyway, because then because then you'd be able to
1: see if Ranieri was actually talking about it in the in the yeah like in the dressing rooms. You could see him in the
0: mirror practicing washing it, splashing his face with cold water. Diddly dee, diddly dong. Diddly dee, dilly diddly. ding dilly dong, get it right, Come dude. That, I'm I'm saying he's practicing it. Okay, he's <laughs> practicing. He's like, no, that sounds terrible. And then he just keeps changing. What's the perfect variation of this? And brethren, what is the perfect variation of this? Dilly ding dilly dong, man. We are in Champions League. We well, are the ding, Champions League, man. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that has been fun, guys. I think that's gonna wrap it for episode ninety one of the Jersey Wall Podcast teams the streets will never forget i think we nailed it i think we did in two separate ways i think in our own in yeah. our own
1: kind of little ways there we, we we did we rounded out you know the teams that were so good and and that you genuinely will not forget to the teams that should be given honorable mentions right um with their cinderella stories and that actually achieved something that they shouldn't have right so it's
0: and, yeah and because we had very good different balance. lists we we actually ended up proposing, like, instead of just 10, we ended up having, what, like, 16, 17 clubs here? Yeah. With with ridiculous stories. So not too shabby, if you ask me. Guys, we sincerely hope you enjoyed episode number 91 of the Jersey Wall podcast. As always, I've been your host, Mr. Nathan Santos, a.k.a. Coach. That's Prez Mina Gali, Brethren, where can we find you, Prez? On, uh, where, Mina- can we find <laughs> more?
1: where can we find more from you? Uh, Mina.ghali98. And uh, this is the new challenge. If you can find me on Twitter, I'll give you a follow back.
0: Boom. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Nathan Santos. Follow the Jersey wall podcast at TJW podcast on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube at masterchefnay for clips, bonus clips of bro talk and stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily make it to the show every week. We sincerely hope you are listening and you enjoyed episode no, number 91. Next week, I'm joined by a special guest uh, that I can't reveal who just yet, but we are going to have a rebuild on our hands next week. Myself and this guest are going to rebuild Juventus, and I have such a nasty squad built, dude. Like, I can't wait for you to see. I'm I'm glad that you're actually ready with it, but yeah, I believe it. I'm gonna blow this dude's mind. He's gonna be like, yo, that's a nasty, because he's a Juve fan. Full disclosure. So I want to see how he approaches it.
1: I wanna, I want to see how he approaches it too, because I want to see what he thinks about Pirlo.
0: Yeah, me too. I I can't wait to find out. Anyway, so we can recap that and all that stuff. By the time I talk to Prez here, Mina. On the, on the next show that we do uh, it'll be after the Champions League final oh that is true <laughs> guess we're going to be talking true. about that episode <laughs> it'll
1: either be heartbreak or it'll be ecstatic feelings and Nathan will sh-
0: showcase his new tattoo it'll be an hour of silence or it'll be an hour of screaming so giddiness. high that you can't hear. yeah just, <laughs> just exactly. in, nonsensical BS in a whole new <laughs> sense <laughs> Guys, take care. We'll see you back next time right here on the Driswell Podcast, baby.
1: Woo!